when I'm going to kick shit on something, like I'm going to break it down till it cannot be broken. I'm going to make sure you don't see it. Welcome back. Oh man, episode 74, 74. That's right, right around the year I was born. Just kidding. A little bit younger than that. Just playing. But man, welcome back. We uh we have a, the fearsome foursome. You know, the four horsemen of the apocalypse on, on the crew tonight. We got uh Professor Mike Jones, which is of course Rick Flair. How's everybody? <laughs> Energized as always. Uh, QP the social. Hey, hey, what's good? going on? I'm coming in with energy today because you want to know why? 500 members today. I'm happy about that. Yeah, like, and I, I, I really was bow, bow, bow. Thanos on the porch there. I was happy. So I'm just I'm looking over at a grateful world. Right, right, and I, I can appreciate Thanos. You know, he did a lot of hard work. He's like, I'm taking a nap. I'm just chilling after this. I can understand it. We're all old here. And we appreciate rest when we can get it. So, yeah. That That's is right. true. That is true. And welcome back, Rob, man. What's going on, Rob? What's up, everybody? Good to be back. We missed you. Rob's dog is playing Street Fighter Six in the floor right now with a bone. He's definitely co-starring. I'll try oh. to cut out as much of him as I can. <laughs> He's a pug that he breathes out of his mouth. <laughs> Listen, I got an American bully. And she's still outside right now, so you're not going to hear her right now. So I know what you mean. I, I want to say when so. when Robert isn't here, like I do miss him. He's kind of like a, a barometer. Like I know when I'm getting to a good point, I see him like, yeah. Like, so I'm like, okay. So it's making sense to someone. So I'm like, okay, keep going. So, yes, glad he's back. Hell yeah. Look to the Robert. Hell yeah, man. You know, uh, first and foremost <laughs> – Shout out to J-Pat, who just texted in. Miss you, man. Take care of your projects. Uh, Megan, go ahead and, you know, make your treats. Handle your business. Tosh, miss you. Handle your business. Um, Terrence, miss you too, bro. You are at the movies right now watching Spider-Man um, Across the Spider-Verse. Across the money. Bro. And who else? Liv. 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 Tashi. Liv. Tashi said she wasn't going to be here? She, she finally gave nah, me she's money. out. Yeah, yeah. She had to go make sure that painting, that chalk mm-hmm. art on her wall, wasn't trying to haunt her whole house. Come get it. Shoot, it might have been, might yeah. have been the painting that's in the message. We don't know. That's true. It might be spooky, but man, we're gonna um, gonna lead off with I think what you want to go with a uh, Little Mermaid. Yeah, we can talk about uh, you that. and Mike. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, uh, what did go? See, when did I go see it? Last week? The week before? I don't know. So I actually went to go see that. Took all the kids and the wife. Let me tell you, that was an expensive trip to the movie theaters. Mm. I'm like, God damn. So that, I, whenever I spend that much money with the kids, I make sure that they're <laughs> awake. I, but, you know, they were awake and they paid attention. And the movie wasn't that bad. Um, I was mentioning uh, I fully expected to, to take a nap while the kids were watching the movie. And uh, I did not. I was uh, engaged and uh, amused by parts of the movie. Uh, 
there was about a two minute, three minute moment that I could have done without with the little rap there at the end. But I think it was a good movie. If you got a uh, daughter's kids, like you should take them out. You won't even feel the the two hours there. Um, I was uh, Mike. I don't know about you, uh, but when uh, what's his name? What's her father's name? I thought right. they killed him. Yeah, I was like, oh, they killed him in this one. Yeah, he disintegrated. Uh, you know, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Snapped him away. I was like, what's going yeah. on? Here? Yeah. So like, it, it was it was pretty good. I I was like, okay, that's just how we're doing it today, Disney. But they brought him back, so I was like, okay. What do you think, Mike? I thought it was pretty good. Um, for me, it started off a little rough. The songs just won't quite hit in first one or two songs. But when she she lost her voice and got. Her, her legs and everything, that's when it started just smoothing out and leveling off to me. It got, it was a much better movie from that point on. So I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, my wife and my daughter and I went, um, uh, the, the the rap, the Aquafina rap, it, it was bad, but it was, just her voice was just annoying as hell. That was, that was yeah. probably the only knock I could give this movie, really. It's her voice just kind of nasal the whole time. It's like, she needed to clear her sinuses the whole damn movie. <laughs> Um, it's kind of weird that they would have somebody who sounds like an 80 year old chain smoker do a rap. <laughs> right. I just I do a voiceover in general. She sounded like, really? Yeah. Why would, as soon as I heard it, I knew it instantly who it was. My wife's like, that shit mm-hmm. sounds familiar. Yeah, that's that Aquafina chick. Oh. Yeah. But I, I had other no than problem. that, I didn't have an issue. Yeah. Other than that, I have no issue with that. But when the song happened, yeah. Uh, the, the, okay. the end uh, when all the merman merfolk showed up at the end of the wedding. I, at first, I was like, "Man, how is this? They're gonna have a wedding without her people showing up? That doesn't seem mm-hmm. right." That Triton wouldn't showed up. He did all this mm-hmm. for his daughter, and then they they showed up deep. I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's how it's supposed to be." Mm-hmm. That 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 was a good part for me. But like I say, the movie I enjoyed it. I'd, I'd recommend it. It, I, it didn't feel weird going to see it as almost a, you know fifty year old man. It was it was straight. Now, I wouldn't go see it with a bunch of men, but it was still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, was, it was straight. I, I, I was cool watching it. And it, it was good for the family. It was yeah, a good family good outing. Family. Yeah, yeah I stand right. to that. Yeah. And, and just to add for all the people, people and angry folks in the comment section, it was a good mix of people in the in the audience. Everybody. It was a utopia. Yeah, and there was a utopia on that island. Everybody like Neymar, was uh, everybody was represented. Yeah. Like, no, no, not the island. I'm talking about the theater. Uh, well, like, no, I, I I wanted to touch base on the, the island because me and my wife were trying to figure out exactly where they live. Oh, yeah, they, the never, they never quite said where, where they lived. It was yeah, no, they Caribbean. were in the Caribbean. Caribbean. And, uh, yeah, so the they Caribbean? were. I don't know. Yeah, they were dancing festivals and all that <laughs> other stuff. It was great. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. Everybody coming oh, yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The audience and apparently on that island. I was like, oh wow, like, look at that. I almost shook this guy's hand. It was like I was like, hey, <laughs> thanks for coming out. Appreciate you. I said I almost, that's what I almost said to him. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's that makes mm-hmm. you feel good, man. That's real mm-hmm. good. And like Mike said, damn the right. comments, the comment section right. make you want to hate the oh. world, but yeah, it was cool. I didn't get to see uh, Spider-Man, but I did see a little kid, like the Black Panther moment I had with the little kid. I saw one dressed up as um, Miles Morales. So I said, look at that shit. Yeah, I just, I loved it. I can't wait. I can't wait, man. Speaking of Miles, I'm going to go check that out tomorrow with the family. Uh, as of recording, it went uh, live today. Like, easy, like, early previews were last night, and there were some, like, 
there was some early previews on Wednesday, and uh, uh, some people got to see it. But I can't wait to see it tomorrow. Like, really can't. Yeah, those those previews. It's already time. racked up almost eighteen million dollars. Hmm. Wow. That's good. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be a big yeah. weekend for it. I think. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm seriously can't wait for that. Oh man. Uh. So Mike and Q sign oh, off on the movie. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Give me a grade. Give me a grade. The B plus. Yeah, I go to a solid B. Okay. If I was a pubescent yeah, I child, that. I may give it an A, but you know, it's just like okay, I didn't right. fall asleep, then so you get it. a passing grade. I didn't fall asleep. I had to nudge my yeah. wife, but I didn't fall asleep. So if I was, and I didn't have yeah. any caffeine other than regular watered down sodas they sell you, but I, yeah, I was good. I, I wasn't even. T- I didn't take anything to try to stay awake. Yeah. It, it just just happened. So, like oh shit, the movie's over. That's a test right. right there. That's a testimony right there. Keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it. <laughs> I fell asleep during Shazam. I definitely got comfortable <laughs> and, uh, you know, lost Oof. track of time and space uh, watching that movie. I, I fell Oof. asleep in Mario Brothers. I still don't really know how it ended. Me so, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, But Little Mermaid yeah. kept me up, so oh, I, man. I, I was yeah. cool. Man, speaking of Mario Brothers, I had this uh, conversation with my wife earlier about uh, Mario Brothers. We haven't seen it. We didn't go to the theaters to check it out. And she was talking about wanting to go to see it after we saw um, Miles Morales because that's the order that our boys wanted to watch it in. Um, and I said, listen, it's going to show up on streaming in you know a couple of days, a couple of weeks. She's like, no, I want to see it in the theater. Um, and, and Mike brought up a good point, a good topic, uh, streaming versus going to the theaters. And so is there, you know, Mike, what's your feeling about um, that? I think things are. I'm I'm a theater guy. I prefer to watch movies in the movies. I enjoy the whole atmosphere. I make fun of the sodas, but I enjoy the overpriced sodas, the popcorn. I ate damn near a whole box of popcorn by myself today. Uh, I, I I never. I, I enjoyed all that. And yeah, you can. I got a nice size TV, and you can make popcorn, but it's still not the same. I like the movie atmosphere. I like to enjoy the movie right. with the uh, with the crowd when they react. It's like again, like Endgame when Cat picked that hammer up. When everybody was vibing together, and you got that energy from everybody around you. Just you, you can't get that at home. I'm a movie guy. Um, yeah. When it gets on TV, it's hard for me to watch it. There's too many distractions. I, I got my phone. I got any mm-hmm. damn thing. Uh, so I prefer mm-hmm. to watch everything in the theater. I just I enjoy going to theaters. It's, it's just a lot of fun to me. I, I agree with you. I can. As a as a father of uh, two young kids in a busy life, I I appreciate that two and a half hours of quiet you get when you're at a theater. You know, you're you're separated from everything around you, and you're in the moment, and you get that vibe. Just like you said, the the cab hammer scene was amazing. You know, um, the Wakanda Forever scene was amazing at a theater. Um, but I, I'm a theater guy. I like I like the. Uh, the atmosphere and the feeling and the vibe and the sound and the vibration. And, you know, like you said, all those things, but um, there are some times when you're like, man, I'm just waiting for this to come to streaming. You know, there are those movies where you have to see them in theaters. And there are those movies you just want to wait and be like, ah, I'm going to save my, my $27 and just, you know, sit back and chill. Those are the- but I'm with you. I like, I like, I like the movie um, feel. But sometimes it's when you're at home 
I watch most of what I want to watch between the hours of 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. Other than that, I don't get to watch whatever I want to watch. It's usually something else, but yeah, you guys can feel that. I'm a theater guy. I'm with you, Mike. Well, that's uh, for me. It's always depends on how good you think the movie will be. Like uh, I used to call them, this will be a DVD release for me, but it's streaming now. But I, I'm a movie guy too, but I was not playing with uh, COVID. Uh, like I just was not going out. But as soon as uh, it got safe, I, I, I'm back in the theater. Like um, I usually go by myself. That's usually my uh, uh, mental break. I go to a specific theater. It's a little ways out, but I know nobody will be there. I know there are always tickets, and it's nice and quiet. I go in the morning. I don't need to go at night. I can't do those anymore. And I walk in. I walk out, and, you know, just – I it, it is an event, you know. Uh, but there are just some movies where, like, I can't go to all of them. Like, I, I don't want to see Indiana Jones, but I know I'm going to end up streaming it. Like, I'm going to watch it. Uh, so I can criticize it. You gotta, you gotta be able to trash a movie properly. You know, you gotta know the ins and outs. Yeah, you can't J patch uh, right. I'm a J patch right. right. They come to streaming. Yeah. I'm probably not gonna watch it. Uh, if I don't watch anything, uh, I don't see me watching see, it at all. <laughs> see, no, no, when I when I'm going to kick shit on something, like I'm going to break it down till it cannot be broken. I'm going to make sure you don't see it. Like I, I died. Uh, that was that was about to be sacrilegious right there. But I'm sacrificing myself. I'm throwing myself on the grenade for y'all. I tell people quick, don't go see that shit. I got saw it. Like you ain't got to go see it. But it was like me and Miles going to see the early <laughs> showing of Morbius. Uh, yeah, 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 y'all filling the grenade there. I'll never watch that. That's one free for Netflix. <laughs> like I'll never watch that. Uh, but like Indiana Jones, like I like the character. So I'm curious, and while I don't acknowledge Crystal Skulls, I've seen it once. That was it. Uh, but the movie experience, like, I, it's good for you. It's good for everybody. Um, Get out to the movies, you know. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'd rather do that than streaming, honestly. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I would rather go to the movies. Um, there's just not much like it, you know. It's its own experience. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Getting robbed at the concession stands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> being able to like, silently like judge people who aren't laughing at shit that you think's funny in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we just, um, Ronnie and I, we saw Mario Brothers, but we went to the 3D one and that was actually a really good movie on 3D. Mm. Um, we did our first double feature that we haven't done in a long time. I saw Renfield and Hypnotic in the same evening, mm. like one right after each other. We actually paid for both movies too. We didn't theater hop. Um, but yeah, the experience is so much better and it, there's very rarely a time when there are rowdy people or or annoying people in the in the theaters, but typically you can ignore them. Mm. But yeah, I, if if it's something that I want to see, I will definitely go see it in the theater first. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with like <laughs> Quincy's comments about uh, Indiana Jones. I saw Crystal Skull on a midnight viewing and I was so mad mm. at the end of it that I stayed up till two o'clock in the morning <laughs> to watch that trash. <laughs> <laughs> so it has no good favors for me. I will watch it when it's on streaming. Maybe unless Ronnie wants <laughs> to go see it, then I'll go with her, but she's going to have to pay. My for wife it. wants to see it. <laughs> My wife wants to see um, the new indie. She's like, she, you know, 
She loves indie. So. Yeah, Disney will mess around and I'm, it'll be I'm on Disney Plus. You probably won't even have to pay for it. They haven't charged uh, for a movie in a, exactly. a good while. So, I still haven't checked out Ant Man. Oh yeah, go see that. So you can be mad too. <laughs> no, nah, it was it was just okay. It was just okay. Like I I still don't hate the movie. No, but it. Like I'm gonna keep saying this because it's the truest thing that JPEG has ever said, and like I'm just tired of things being okay, and that's where it was. It was just okay. Yeah. If you need any evidence of a movie being written by an AI, it's that Ant Man movie. <laughs> yeah, that movie. Oh, shit. Once once I cooled oh. off, it was like, yeah, this movie was not as good as I thought it was, and I was still under the ether when I got home when I, and sat and that thought about it. Yeah, just no. I don't even remember what yeah. I gave it, but it's, I, I would change yeah. that grade now to a lower grade. And <laughs> I'm out of the whole atmosphere of that. Yeah, D- Disney almost got me. My brain was going numb there. I was just like, it's all right. Like, I guess this is what it is. But thank God for our savior, James Gunn, for giving us a good movie, reminding yes. us that th- it can still happen. But, uh, you know, it was okay. It was just okay. Man. All right, let's let's roll this into um, wrapping up the uh, the end game topic, you know, mm-hmm. that we talked about. Um, it was end game, and we never touched on so it. So, how many? How do we what, feel about that? Let's go back. Was it the four year or five year anniversary of end game? It was in four year. I think it was yeah. four year. Four year. So. Now that it's not shiny and bright anymore, looking back, like what do what do we think as the movie as a whole? Because that movie had like I liked the movie. Uh, let me say that first, but it had symptoms of what um, was coming in the uh, phase five. Was that four or five that we just came out of four? They four. gave us some um, some moments, right? Uh, some nostalgia. And uh, whereas the main vehicle or the thing that got the story going was a poor time travel uh, idea, like uh, you're being gracious with. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to be. I'm trying not to go all the way in. I don't want to go in on the Russos today. You're right. Like uh, they know how. Because right. I'm assuming they listen to this this wonderful podcast. Sure they know how sure I feel. Do. Yeah. They should. If they don't, they know they how I feel about that piss poor time travel theory. Um, let's throw it to Rob and see what what like it's four years later. Rob, what do you think about the movie Endgame? I think that they had a good idea going, but they didn't know how to end it. And time travel is just that go to when you're out of ideas. It just is. Unless you're a show like Star Trek who does it all the time and does it a lot better, then it's it's just a fallback. It's, it's just something you can do to easily reset. It's almost like waking up from like the end of a movie where you wake up from a dream and everything was a dream. It's like one of those. Mm-hmm. Just contrary and it's going to piss everybody off. And mm-hmm. the time travel that they did in this movie honestly makes me scared that they're doing time travel for all of phase five and six. What makes you so, scared for that? But just they didn't know how to handle it the first time, and that was with the Russos. Now, 
I know we're in the middle of a writer strike right now, and it's probably going to have some rewrites. But sorry, my dog is is doing his thing again. But, um, I love it. If they don't, if they aren't able to get good writers in there, then it's it's going to be just as bad as as what they did, if not worse, than the time travel that we got in Endgame. Um, uh, also about Endgame, I would say that the Thanos that we got in there was not quite the um, the sympathetic figure that he turned out to be in uh, Infinity War mm-hmm. because it's a whole different one. And his demeanor for somebody who, even back at the time, he shouldn't have been as ruthless as he was. He still had his ideas of what he wanted. Mm-hmm. But now we just got your, your standard, you know, two-dimensional villain in Thanos at the end of, of Endgame, and it loses all the, all the, everything that was built up in Infinity War, basically. But was that a more comic book accurate Thanos, the one from, what was that, 2017? Uh, is that what year that the, that Thanos came from? Whatever year that was. It was whenever, it was 14? 14. Okay. Yeah. You think that was more? Well, if it was a more comically mm-hmm. accurate yeah. one, then the Avengers would have been dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was holding back. He didn't want to. This, this, the you know the the eco warrior Thanos who <laughs> wanted to to save the universe didn't actually want to kill anybody. He just did. He just wanted people out of his way. Mm-hmm. Whereas the comic book one was more than happy to to obliterate everybody in his path. Mm-hmm. That is true. That is true. So yeah. So okay. So what what about um, what about you, Lou? Um, it was overall good. It was, uh, like Rob said, the writing was thin. They pretty much ran out of something to do. The Russos. What was the movie? What was the last movie the Russos did before Endgame? It was Infinity War and Civil War. Those were the last two. Okay. So they had a long break before they came back. Um... I don't know. I just think that it. I liked it. I liked it a lot because of the cast of characters and um, all that stuff. It was good. Um, looking back at it, it is still one of my favorites because it just uh, kind of wrapped things up to a point. Uh, I don't know. It has its flaws. And now... You know, like Mike said, when you watch something again, you go back and you think, man, this is this is flawed. But I liked it because I was in the moment and you're in the ether, like Mike said, and it's not terrible, but it's not the ending that it should have been. So, you know, overall, didn't mind it. It's kind of like whenever they forget to take pickles off your sandwich (laughs) and you order, you know, something get pickles on it because you don't want pickles, but you have pickles on it, but you, you know, like, yeah, it's pickles. That's pretty much what it's like. You get pickles on a sandwich, but you didn't want them on that. So, so like, what the hell he talking about? <laughs> 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 I know y'all thought that shit too. Somebody else got to say it besides me. I'm like, what the hell he be smoking? I, uh, <laughs> uh, you, you got to connect those dots. That's, it's not up to him to connect the dots. You so connect I, I got to be the one. That, I, I'm just okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like shit. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Listen, what you got? <laughs> I don't have much. I, I, I really don't. Um, 
and I'm kind of the opposite. I don't think that they ran out of ideas. I think they focused on too hard on closing. I think they focused on hard on closing wrong. They were trying to close the whole thing out, like we said before a couple of weeks ago, instead of just closing that one story out. They, it, it, it felt like they tried to close their whole universe, and that wasn't what it was. It was just supposed to be the end of that story. I felt that they put mm-hmm. all their efforts to that. So I kind of think they gave us lackluster reasons for this, lackluster reason for that, because they felt like that was going to be the end. Almost like they like, well, I, like without us, it ain't going to be no more. And honestly, I couldn't tell you a Russo movie before they got to MCU. I, I couldn't. Um, mm-hmm. I may have seen them, but I don't, didn't know they directed it. Uh, I think that's where their problem was for me. I think that, like I just said, they went too far in one direction and trying to shut it down. Now, do I still think it's a good movie? Yeah, I still think it's a good movie, but again, it's for these scenes. It's not sh- straight through. It's one of the movies that I could I'd have to I fast forward now to get to where I want to get to. And I don't need to see the filler in between. You know, let me give you the moments. Yeah, give me give me the Captain America and uh Spider Man fight. I like that fight. Uh, you know, especially the end, like, you know, where you from? Uh Queens, I'm you know, the uh, Brooklyn. That 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 little two sentences was hot. You know? You know, that and that little little New York thing toward the little nod, you know. I, I, I think that was one of those moments uh, that people don't speak about enough. Uh and then always the the end battle, you know, and mm-hmm. Thanos' nutsack when everybody came back and he just looked at him like, yeah, whatever. I'm totally unfazed by how many million of y'all it is. We just going to do what we got to do. Uh, but it, like, I'm sorry to interrupt, but just like you said, the, the Cap yes. Hammer scene in that movie will always be always. one of those, you know, raised raise the hairs always. on your arm. That's going to always put that movie, no matter what else goes on, in the top three for me. That that alone. I'm sorry. When that hammer comes off the ground, no, I ain't even sorry. When that hammer comes off the ground, it's a wrap. It's a done deal. You know who had it? And they tease it. What what did they tease it in? Um, yep. Age of Ultron? Ultron. Yeah, come mm-hmm. on, man. Ultron. You wait it and you wait it and then they finally give you Avengers Assemble. You know? Come on. I, I can't. This That scene alone is just... It's just worth it, and Captain America did. Movie Cap, well, Captain America and my dude, but Movie Cap is that is that guy. You know, I'm really <laughs> Quincy like <laughs> Movie Cap. I don't have a problem with Cap when he's not in the X Men world. When he's doing his own thing, Cap is my guy. But when he when they cross over, uh, yeah, we we're not gonna go there tonight. But when he's doing his own Captain America thing, I can deal with Cap. I like Cap over there. Stay over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like yeah, Cap at a distance. Yeah, right. Over there. Don't come over here. Just stay over there. And you're okay with me. Right. I was uh, looking up the Russo's, and the last major thing they did before the, he, they started doing MCU was you, me, and Dupree. Really? Oh! <laughs> what? The dog movie? No, the, the Gerard Dupree. No, that's that's not, uh, yeah. Almost the uh, oh, uh, okay. who Who's... Wh- it's the same guys in both of them, though, right? Uh, uh, yeah, Owen Wilson. Yeah, and, um, oh, Mr. Wow himself. Wow. I forget who else is in wow. there, but yeah. Yeah, I, I know the movie you're talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah. I never saw it, but I know so, what you're talking about. So, so like, with in-game, for me, like, the solution was totally out of, like, left field. Like, I don't know if we thought time travel was going to be the solution when Infinity War... Ended, um, 
and it was a goodbye for the Avengers. Uh, that was like their, you know, their closure. Um, one thing I wish um, some people that got snapped didn't get on that didn't get snapped. Like I would have liked to seen some more um, Guardians involved in that five year gap. I know it was t- two of them, but I I could have I could have. I felt that there should have been more guardians involved. Um, time travel thing just bothers me. Um, but I think the MCU guardians were way above their way above their pay grade. Why? The MCU guardians are nothing like the comic book guardians. But they saved the planet before that time. Like they them. destroyed a, a celestial before yeah. that time. Like, I, I just think, yeah. to me, like, they were on the other side of the Infinity War. While the Avengers were doing their thing, they were on their own trail after Thanos, and they all met on Titan. I just think they got a raw deal. And Peter, uh, Peter was mm-hmm. completely out of pocket. Yeah, and completely. I just wanted to see more of them. Like, to me, like, outside yeah, of the Christmas special... Like which I didn't really like. Mm. Like they've been good on uh, mm. on screen, and I just wanted to see more Guardian Avenger interaction. That's one thing that they robbed us of. I would like to see more of that. Um, the fight at the end was uh, was good. Thor being depressed because why now? Like he's lived thousands of years. I'm sure that's not the first time he's fucked up, but he's suffered from depression, and it was just. Uh, I still like the movie. Um, Nothing's really changed, but there were some trends that happened in that movie that kind of continued and went the wrong way going into the next phase. Um, the fact that the directors and the writers didn't agree with what happened with Cap, uh, kind of, uh, that's kind of crazy. You know, like it, they both have different answers as far as what happened to Cap during his, uh, uh, his time travel journey. I wish, uh, did they do like a comic mm-hmm. or anything explaining like, what he did okay all right i don't think so no i, I don't that story don't is stuck that. um is with what happened to xandar uh when they lost the the power the power gym we don't know what happened oh, it just gosh. <laughs> disney plus wants to bring some people back to their platform they would make that a mini series yeah i could watch that yeah, the fall of xandar sure I, i'd watch it, it. I, they, nobody talks about oh, it yeah. it's been a whole guardian movie and then nobody's mentioned hey, it man. so it can be like a behind-the-scenes of Infinity slash Endgame. It can be what Cap does, Xandar, oh, you know, what happened to the Collector. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, what was Xandar? Okay, all right, I'm, I'm checking now. Yeah, we got a couple of Groot like shorts. Disney, Disney, doesn't talk, Disney doesn't talk about Bruno. They don't talk about Xandar, and they don't talk about, you know, what, what happened to Cap. Three things. Yeah. Uh, still, still very good movie. I don't know if it's like a top five movie for me, but like uh, you, me, and Dupree. Wow, I've never seen that movie, but I know exactly yeah, like, what you're talking about. They must have knew somebody. <laughs> yeah, you know, what about, that's like the thing with I say about Tim Burton. What made them think that was the guy to do Batman? What made them think these these two brothers from uh, that movie is are the guys that go to the MCU? What? I'll tell you why they hired Tim Burton. They hired Tim Burton because of Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which I, was a hit. I, was a great and hit. I like, love Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. What's that? How would that line up? With no, that? I'm telling you. Like I, I looked it up. They, they. That's why he got hired based on the success of that movie. 
They thought that, that okay, his vision was the one for PPE. Yeah. I guess yeah. large Marge said, so, I guess shit. I don't know. Mike, Mike, that, sometimes you crush that interview, man. You know, and like people just like bring them in, yeah. bring them on in. Oh yeah, like wow. and the funny thing is, everybody we all know Tim Burton style when we see it. I didn't know Tim Burton directed Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure for a long time, mm-hmm. but when you go back and look at it, you're like, how the hell didn't I know he directed yeah, yeah. this? Like the the nightmares and the, the large Marge and like, oh yeah, Tim Burton for oh, sure. That's all day. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I used to know it by heart. Dude, I, I, I love that movie. I love Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Didn't he do Edward's Yeah, he did. Hands yeah. His hands and, uh, my, one of my favorite ones is like uh, Big Fish, even though it's kind of I like that. A lot. That's, it, it's all strange. Like mm-hmm. Beetlejuice is like, like Beetlejuice is peak strangers. I love You're that making movie. a sequel to Beetlejuice. Why the hell? Is yeah, money. The only money. Reason. They want to. They want to ruin every every one of our <laughs> memories. I mean, what about that made, open for a sequel? I mean, is it, this is a whole new kid that's doing it. That's, but they're having the same. The deets. They come. Why would they even say the name over? I can see if it was another kid that got tricked into it. I can see that. The same mm-hmm. family, they know what's going to happen. What is that about? It's the girl Wednesday is going to be in it. And uh, Winona's coming back. And yeah. Keaton's coming back. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's the, 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 the new Wednesday chick. She says it and Winona comes to help her. Okay, I can go with that. You know, but if, like, if the same people fall for the same shit again, they deserve to get whatever happened to their ass. <laughs> Oh, and the mom's back. Yeah, the mom. I'm saying the mom. It's just the, yeah. the crew. Like y'all, y'all did the dance. Y'all know he's possessing y'all. What are y'all? Okay, all right, sure. Y'all that damn dumb. Yeah, that exactly. Dumb. I mean, I wouldn't say B words. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Sam Beetlejuice. I, I, I saw a post this week, and uh, it was somebody was pointing out like why this character did this or. Something something crazy, something stupid that they did. And somebody put in the comments, like, you want a damn movie, don't you? As the reason why they did it. And uh, I guess that's the reason why these movies keep going on. Right, because right. Like, the characters, they got to do something stupid to keep it going. Right. Like, why, like, why are you messing with Jason Voorhees' body? You know he's going to come back. Or why are you messing with this? Like, you want a damn movie, don't you? But we still say it anyway. Like, these dumbass kids or these dumbass mm-hmm. people... This is just like uh, I don't know if you watch Twenty Four, but that there's no reason for Twenty Four episodes that they would have listened to Jack in the first two. It would have been over in four. Nobody listens to him. <laughs> All right, we love, but we love we, we love Endgame. Man. Just have some problems with it. Yes. We do. It does, like everything else, man. Oh man, let's 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 stay on the Russos for a second. Because they actually gave us one of the best fights in um, hero movie history with uh, Cap in the elevator. Hands down, one of the best fights in hero movie history. Now, there was a post, Mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, Quincy, about um, the best superhero fights on Mm -hmm. the big screen. That ranks up there. Um, And I think, I don't want to speak for Mike, please correct me if I'm wrong, but he likes that movie. Captain Winter Soldier, but the elevator scene doesn't hold a candle to the fight in the street between. Captain not that it doesn't and hold a candle. It's just that I like that fight better. The elevator scene is classic, but it is a classic for a number of reasons. The, the action was one. 
and again cats caps just nuts before before we get started does anybody want to get out come on man now how do you say some shit like that to somebody before you whip their ass you did before we, <laughs> he won't scared he won't nervous before we get started i'm gonna let y'all get out uh, y'all sure y'all want to do this okay all right let's do it it's beautiful that 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 made the whole scene for me that really did there, you know, yeah, I, I, that that's yeah. my guy right there. But the but the bridge scene, the bridge scene in the Bartok scene is when you really knew the hand to hand. That was probably to me the best hand to hand comic book movie fight. That movie there that, that set the bar for hand to hand in comic book movie fights. None of them had ever been that serious. None of the Batman fights were that serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one punch or he might heart. You know, like I said before, uh, grapple him somewhere, but. Cap through hands, hands, knees. He threw it all. Yes. But the the bridge scene, mm-hmm. you got everything. Yes. The knife, you got guns, you got everything in that one scene. So yeah, that, that's my favorite. That's uh, fight scene. I dig that. I dig it. Rob, what is your favorite movie, uh, hero movie fight scene, or hero like Quincy was like uh, Daredevil was yeah, movie, right? Yeah. The, the hallway scene. Some, some yeah. I, I go ahead. So I typically have like a like a tie going on. It's usually the elevator fight, uh the, the hallway fight with Daredevil, uh Batman warehouse fight and Batman versus Superman. But um just for the context behind the fight, the Bucky and Cap fighting Iron Man, mm-hmm. I really like that fight. I'm, that is a really good fight. It's very close, it's very heated. It's, it's it's emotional. You know, it's hand to hand. It's emotional. Yeah, it's, uh. there's a lot of emotion behind mm-hmm. it. All of them are hurting, and this is all because of one under you know one villain who has no powers. Misunderstand them and mm-hmm. almost destroyed the entire Avengers. Mm-hmm. The 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 best villain, mm-hmm. Mr. Zemo. <laughs> dancing Zemo. Mm, and yeah, yep, Mm-mm. dancing Zemo. Right he earned it. I I, <laughs> I that's one of my favorites. Um, because Cap and Iron Man, they were almost fighting like they did not know each other. But I, I'm going to go back um, a they little bit. They gave you the scene from go, the comic pretty much to cover. Yeah. They, are, they gave you that scene. I'm, I'm going to go back and I'm going to give you Blade versus uh, Jared Nomak and uh, Blade 2 at the end. That was a schoolyard fight. Like, it was no, like, mm. while Blade had the kung fu and everything, they were running at each other, suplexing, breaking arms, and... You know, like right, yeah. right, and it was brutal. It was brutal, and it was one of the uh, the rare times that Blade was like he was getting his like he took his lumps against uh, uh, Frost on the first one, but but Jared beat his ass, uh, and that's one that sticks out. I'm trying to think back because you guys covered some. You know, we all talk about the the Batman warehouse and. Uh, uh, Captain America fight. I'll even go back as far as uh, now. It may not look the best compared to some of the stuff nowadays. Because uh, Christopher Christopher Reeve fighting uh, Zod in part two, like they were all they were throwing each stuff each other all over the place. I like that fight. And then whatever year that was, nineteen seventy or eighty or whatever, that was probably prime superhero fights. But um, going back to Daredevil versus Kingpin and his. Uh, his suite on season three, the fights with a lot of motion and a lot of uh, things on the line and like those kind of stick out. Um, 
I was actually thinking about the Netflix shows, if there were any fights that were really kind of close where he didn't really, wasn't sure it was going to win outside of Daredevil. I can't really think of any. Not- the, um, I forget who she was fighting, but Jessica Jones fighting that dude in her apartment where they were just tearing it apart. Oh, uh, yeah. I forget. The guy was like hopped yeah. up on one of those super soldier drugs yeah, and yeah, yeah, went after right. her and she just well, they were kicking the crap out of each that's, other. I really like that fight. That's when her friend took the drug to help her. Is that uh, her I sister or whatever? So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And there was another one. I, I just slipped my mind. Jesus. Oh, well, I'll forget it. It was right there. You mentioned Netflix. Oh, oh. It was, this wasn't a movie, but like I like this fight. It didn't last that long, but it was pretty good. Uh, Oliver Queen versus uh, Roz, um, when at that the one episode when he fought him at the top of the peak, uh, and he was beating mm-hmm. Oliver's ass very smoothly, and Oliver had the window to take him out, a uh, small window, and he almost got him, but he ended up getting kicked off the side of the mountain. I, I did like that one too. Uh, there was a lot of um, tension there, like everybody around him was talking to him, like like you're about to die. You know, like make make your peace because it, it's over. And uh, Oliver almost pulled it out. Yeah, Oliver was the man back then before he got soft. But Ollie he, was he got man. soft though, thanks to. Now, oh, it's, it's, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder why. Good loving, I guess. Um, is, is, is it Ross or is it race? It's, it's pronounced race, isn't it? Is, is it how it's supposed to be pronounced? I've heard it both. I've always pronounced yeah. Razgazul. I've always I, I, I did it until episode of Batman Beyond, and, and uh, Batman corrected Terry when he said that. He said that it's, it's pronounced Raish, not Raj. Because Terry said Raj, and Batman oh. said it's pronounced Raish. No, not Batman. I'm, Bruce Wayne said it's Raish. So I've been going with Raish since then. Okay. We'll throw that out there here. Yeah. All right. Man. All right. My favorite fight scene had to be out of everything listed and talked about was the the one shot of daredevil that whole hallway mm-hmm. fight scene was because uh daredevil's powers didn't have anything to do with his uh his muscles or anything he could just hear a lot and see a lot from you know echolocation and he just beat the living f- fire out of everybody and he was bleeding he was hurt he was taking damage, you know, and he just cleaned house. And it was just amazing to watch a mortal man just wipe out like 12, 15 people in a hallway. That's what threw me. And it was just amazing to me. And cinematography played a, a big part in that that made me love it so much because it was just one continuous mm-hmm. shot the whole time. But watching a mortal man that could just hear a lot better than everybody else whipped the fire out of everybody was just amazing to me that's why i love that one so much close second was definitely the uh the the cap elevator scene you know but cap he was a man in that movie in in winter soldier he was absolutely the man in hand-to-hand um like mike said he just handled his whole business but nobody else could really handle him you know but but he was souped up and you know bartrock was that yeah, his name like bartrock it's bat-trock. The Batrock. Yeah, Batrock was he was another mortal person and Cap, you know, whipped the fire out of him. Um, but you know, 
Daredevil was just a, a, a regular old dude that bled and had to have a night nurse and all the rest of that jazz. You know, get patched up and go to work the next day. But I just like that 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 whole scene was the shit to me, honestly. You know, he was just mortal. So, um, a couple of fights I hadn't thought about in a while. Um, what about the X Men ones? Like Wolverine mm. taking on those soldiers in X Men Two when they were infiltrating the uh, yeah when they're infiltrating the mansion mm-hmm. or or Logan's last stand yes. at the end of Logan when he when he overdosed on that drug and started taking out the uh, the pursuers to protect those kids. Those are really good fights too. Yeah, those are good. They are, they are good. There's one. Um, I don't know if it counts as a. a uh, a fight necessarily well, well there are two from x-men last stand i like the little psychic fight between xavier and uh gene in the house uh where he got he was the gene was the original duster the fourth Thanos. it was gene yes, she was dusting people mm. and at the end when um wolverine was was withstanding her attack to get to her to kill her um i i, I had liked those scenes like i know we well, I don't know if it ever got to a point with Hugh. We we lean it we lean into MCU and and DCEU because they are the the bigger more nose. Well, no, we forget about. I, I was just saying before, like, I well, I don't know if some of these fights are necessarily lesser than like I like. There are very few like straight fist fights in MCU to me. Like, oh, you know mm-hmm. what? As a, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The whole fight scene at the Statue of Liberty between the X Men and then it was Toad and um what's her name? Sabretooth and mm-hmm. Mystique. Yeah. Those were good Mystique fights. Mystique and Wolverine, um in the in there. Yeah. And there's a another one that um I think is still good, and that's uh Spider Man versus Doctor Octopus and Spider Man two. Like um, from the tower yeah. to him stopping the train, and I, I still like that one. Mm-hmm. Still like that one. Yeah, I agree. We forget yeah. about them. I got man. I'm gonna go on YouTube and look up the best fight scenes in hero movies. There's somebody out there that has. There's to one. Uh, a big one more. Play. I have Batman 1989. It only lasted a couple seconds. Batman versus the. I'm going to call him the karate man who had the swords and he was parrying and, you know, then he just kicked the shit out of the guy. Like, I love that mm-hmm. moment that like that. He oh, when he had the, yeah, he, you know, parry, parry, then slapped him. And then the guy came back and he just like, just kicked his head off like that. That was uh, probably peak Batman until, until the warehouse. I, I didn't really care for how Christian, Bale fought in um, in his movies, but <laughs> way too labored. But the fight with uh, I, I love this fight because it's, it's just funny to me. Uh, the fight with um, with Bane, the second one, they were clearly just looking for each other. Another schoolyard fight, and they were they were just pounding on each other. And uh, it was, I, I like that fight, but other than that, Bale with the elbow strikes and he just. I don't know who said that choreography that those fight scenes were were it, but they they left something to be desired there. Love those movies though, but yeah. I want to give a, a honorable mention to Indiana Jones when the guy came out with a sword, swinging it around, mm-hmm. being all flashy, and Indy shot him. 
that was <laughs> comedic genius. You know the story and behind that, right? That he he was sick that yes, yeah, he was sick that day, <laughs> and like the whole crew yeah, was, except for Spielberg. Yeah, he's like, like I, I can't do this. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that would be our that. Uh, that'll be our our segment about talking about poop. Which I was <laughs> <up>. so, <laughs> they, they, they were sick, so they're like, "All right, I'm just go ahead and shoot this guy." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was it was like what like. The twentieth shot. He's like, you know yeah. what? I I want to get this over with, yeah. so I'm just gonna shoot yeah. him and walk away. It was a great and scene. the look on his face yeah. is him being pissed and yeah. sick, disgusted with the whole fight and everything. It's like I don't have time for this. Just shoots him and it's over. <laughs> I'm gonna shit my pants. We need to stop filming. <laughs> wow, that is wonderful. Yeah, everybody everybody got dysentery except for Spielberg apparently because he brought his own food. Mm. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yep. <laughs> Real live Oregon Trail, right there on the mm-hmm. set of Indiana Jones. Love that Indiana jeez. Jones. Gotta love him, man. There is no smooth transition, but I want to get into the writer strike. I want to talk about um, how Netflix jacked up prices, and yet they can't pay their writers. And Rob, I'm going to lean on you because you know more about this than I do. Yeah, well, um, I am a union person. I am a union representative at my office as well. Um, being a federal union person is a little bit different than them because we have a no-strike clause. We're not allowed to strike. Um, but um, our our way of uh, being collective bargaining unit is we do you know the grievance process and, and stuff like that. But these the writers um, and now I guess SAG AFTRA is, AFTRA is also striking as well with the i think it might be in solidarity or, or i'm not exactly sure um oh fun fact the uh, president of sag aftra is uh, fran drescher actually didn't know if you guys knew that <laughs> but the name but the name yeah, she's the president of the sag aftra wow. uh, union um Amazing. but the 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 strike for the writers i mean this is i think they said the sixth time in the last 70 years since they started that they've struck it's usually usually because of you know premiering technology and stuff like that and um when they struck last time in 2007 or 6 or something like that uh streaming wasn't a thing really and so one of the biggest talking points about this particular strike is paying residuals through streaming. Um, normally, you know, back in the day, shows would be going on uh, syndication and they would make money from reruns and stuff like that. And that stuff was all tracked. But now apparently the streaming companies aren't, they have the numbers, but they aren't, uh, they're not showing. So they can't, they can't prove, you know, Oh, they can just say like, Oh, well, your, your show's not being watched and not, they don't get paid for it. Um, that's one of the things that they want to do is have the transparency of the streaming companies to show their viewerships and their subscriber levels in order to properly pay the writers of the shows and stuff like that. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. They have, um, there's a lot of it that's a bit more industry. It's really kind of hard to, um, as, as somebody, I'm not a writer, so, but apparently the um, they're asking for a, the return of the writer's room. Cause apparently what they're doing now is they, they would just bring in 
that would be the one where they, you know, they sit down with the cast, they read the script, they have the reading and everything, and they go through everything. But now with the model of streaming is what they do is they would just pay somebody to write a script and then do a quick, um, do a quick reading. And then that person wouldn't get credited as the writer because the studio would take it from there and alter it. And the, the writer would be pushed off to the side. So they want to, they want to bring back um, credited writer room. Um, trying to think what else, obviously they want their wages to, to meet the, the, the standard of, of inflation and, and whatnots. Um, there are some writers that can't even make the money to go to the award show to receive their award. There was one writer for the, oh, the show, the bear, who couldn't even make it to the award show because he didn't have the money to get there. And that show was winning a, I I don't remember the, the award, um, but it had won a lot of them. Oh yeah. It was a good show. Yeah. And the other one is the, the emerging technology of AI. Um, It's not quite to the point Mm. yet where it's going to take their job, but they have to be They're They're, they're looking for protection from it. Um, Right now, as it stands, there has to be established uh, continuity for an AI to generate a, a story. So if it was, if you were to feed mm-hmm. all of Star Wars to an AI, it might be able to make a sequel. And what they're worried about is them doing that and then just giving it to a, you know, a low paid writer and say, here, alter this and uh, alter this, this AI generated script to make it, you know, put the emotion in there, put the, the human factor mm-hmm. in there. Um, make it palatable. And that's a, that's another fear. Yeah, mm. that, that AI is a problem, and it's already yeah. um, a problem with music right now. And uh, they got to get a hold mm-hmm. on that because that's uh, that's some Skynet shit, and uh, mm-hmm. it's not it's not right. Yeah. And it's already evolving so fast, very fast. It's, uh, oh it's, yeah, in in a matter of months, it's been it's been crazy. The the vocals that are produced from it are like indistinguishable music. from. Um, the true. real and from these machines and I, uh, I don't want to go off on a musical tangent but it's just it's too much right now yeah I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to um, limit AI to an assisting tool and not the mm-hmm. you know the core generation tool of, of that so that they could have like like old Star Trek used to have a show bible it would be mm-hmm. everything the continuity of the history of Star Trek the characters, all their backstories, conflicts with other characters, and things that you would have to know when you're filming episodes. Writers who are writing the story would have to read that Bible to make sure they abide by it whenever they're writing a story and a script for an episode. Um, I think that's something that AI could use, definitely, is to keep track of all that yeah. stuff. I mean, there's so many continuity areas in MCU right now, Star Wars as well. Um, they could do something like that, but to have it be the core force behind what's writing your stories is what they're trying to stop. Yeah. That's true. Man, um, quick second, piggybacking on what Quincy was talking about with music. I know that I listened to a lot of hip-hop from the 90s, early 2000s. And a lot of the artists from the you know 90s and 2Ks aren't getting no. paid for streams. Mm-hmm. And that's a big fight. Um, the lead vocalist from Black Sheep. Dress. What's Dress. his name? Anybody. They were here last Dress. week. Yeah, he has 
Yeah, he has a gigantic lawsuit against the music industry right now. Quick tangent, 30 seconds. But he has a, a, a lawsuit against the industry right now because they're making money off the music that they made. And nothing in their contract clearly stated. They never knew that streaming was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. So they got paid. They got paid off of, of vinyl, uh, CDs, and tapes, and they're not getting paid off of streams. And so if you're enjoying 90s hip-hop, early 2K hip-hop, these guys aren't getting paid off of that. That's exactly the same thing that writers are going through right now, you know? Yeah, um, and when you when you see people like, like for example, David Zaslav, he's the, the basically the head guy at, at HBO right now. He got paid $30 million dollars to do what? Hmm. So there's there's money there. There's money to be made, and with comments like him saying, "Oh, the love of writing will bring bring them back," that's the kind of bullshit that these writers don't like. Right? He was yeah. he was at a keynote speaker at a college. I don't remember which one it was, but he got booed because hmm. the kids didn't like it. And they actually had a um, a plane flying overhead with a banner that said, "Pay your writers." <laughs> <laughs> So there's money Shit. there, and you know they're they're doing the typical corporate thing. They're hiding the information so they you mm-hmm. know they can't get to it. I mean that's happening with us right now. We have an unfair labor pr- uh, practice uh, grievance against the postal service. Our union does because we had a new system that we just implemented to get ourselves paid, and they're supposed to be completely transparent. And this is this was created by an arbitrator between the the union and the post office. So it was a third party that created this thing. And the post office is not is not following suit, so we have to you know take action against them. And that's pretty similar to what the writers are going through. These streaming companies, they have all the data that they 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 gather. You know they do. It's all digital. They have to gather everything. Yeah. They're all algorithm run, yeah. but they don't disclose any of that to the writers or the unions or anything to determine that these people should actually be getting paid because this shows was watched, you know, 8 million times or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and man, it's like, it's like friends, friends, the show friends is watched all the time by people, but those cats made off like, you know, hopefully they're in, they're in the process too of trying to get paid because all these shows, Seinfeld, all the shows that we used to watch in the nineties, I don't know if these cats get paid. They need to. They need to. I mean, granted they made a boatload of money, but you know, still, what's right is right. If I do if I do work, I want to get paid for it. Period. Period. Yep. That's the core. But, uh, that's the core of the, the thing. Yeah, that's the whole core of it. I mean, you can you can tell that the MCU needs some higher paid writers. If you <laughs> go by the uh, movies that we've seen or She-Hulk, you've yes. got you got an entire writing staff that didn't even watch uh, WandaVision before they wrote her sequel movie. Mm. You got you got an entire writers room who've never who have no idea how to write a court scene for a courtroom drama show in She-Hulk. You said She-Hulk and, and Quincy didn't even. Uh, flinch twice, I'm, I'm so a, I only raised my <laughs> eyebrows like working. I don't. I'm not giving that. Yeah, they they've shown what happens when you dig to the bottom of the barrel and you don't want to pay the good writers what they're asking and you just go for anybody. You get She-Hulk and you get you get some of the crappy movies that we've been getting. Hell yeah. Oh, man, listen. Quick transition. Thank you, Rob, for uh mm-hmm. for all that. To uh 
talking about movies, June is a gigantic movie month. Gigantic. Starting today with Miles Morales. What's the next one that comes out? Is it Flash? Transformers. 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 So we got Miles Morales. We have Transformers. We have uh, Flash. And then we have somewhere in that mix um, the Indiana Jones that nobody wants to see. But we it's, it's a big mm-hmm. month. Huge month. And so, you know, Quincy posted a poll in the group, Multiverse Unlimited, um, on Facebook. Follow us if you have 500 members. And I think Miles Morales yeah. ran away with it. But I'm at, you know, that's what I'm looking forward to. But Flash is a close second. And I, you know, Transformers is a close 2A mm-hmm. right there. It's a, it's a great month. How's everybody feel about June? Uh, I, I'm going to be in the movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm like, looking at tickets right now. I'm looking at tickets yeah. at AMC right as we speak to get my seats for next week. Transformers is the one for me. Right. Like I, I just want that to be successful. I really I do. do. Too. Um, I do too. I, I, who's directing? I, I just I don't I don't understand how they've fumbled this. Um, like I, well, they to didn't me, come after, out right. They didn't come out right with the first one. Well, I, this is like the frustration. Like if um, you're talking about people wanting to duplicate what Marvel's done with shared universes, like, you know, of course, you're going to look to the immediate competitor, DC, doing it. But then like Transformers, they got more than enough characters and subgroups and planets and stories where like they should have made money or established something better than what we've gotten Um uh, admittedly, um, these movies, the ones that we have now, are like my guilty pleasure movies. Like they're not that good, but I watch them. I like the dummy in me is hoping somehow on this fifth or sixth viewing that the movie is good this time. But of course, that mm-hmm. doesn't happen. You know, like uh, Dark in the Moon is the only one that like I like I will defend. The other ones, it's like oh, I can't understand. Like I want this one to be be good. I think. I think that they left out, um, they left out Dominic Toretto's key ingredient: family. <laughs> His magical charger, or whatever the car that is. Yeah, yeah. Make make the charger a transformer. Then you'll have the one he's money. the one he wrecks every movie, but it shows up again. Yeah, they rebuild it every time. That was my interjection. That was, that was totally useless, but I just thought I'd throw it in there. Yeah, I, I just want that to work. Want that to work. Curious about the Flash, and you know, I'll be waiting for Indiana Jones when it's when yeah. it comes home. Curious is a good term for, for, Listen, for Flash. I hope- I'm more curious and interested. I, I really am. That's that's there's really no desire to see Flash, but I am curious to see what the damn hype is. This this really all it comes down to. I think the post-credit scene is supposed to be exactly where Ezra Miller hid the bodies, <laughs> so he can get through the whole movie without being fired. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. Um, I'm actually more curious of which, which version of the Flash is going to show up because not not the character, but the movie itself. Because we've heard um, that Stephen King has seen it and likes it. We've heard that uh, um, Tom Cruise the same. He got a private view. Cavill. I've seen it this week too. He he liked it too. Yeah. At the same time, there's they've been fan viewings as well. Um it's said that they got to the uh, the the bigger stars got to see a two hour and forty five minute director's version of it, and they say it's good. 
And then there's a fan version that's that's a little bit shorter. It has things, you know, it's still being worked on. CG's not all done yet. But it also said that it's good. But from the guy who said that they've seen both, the director's cut was better. And to the to what you guys were saying um, about those cameos, um, they actually might be in there after all. So, but beside the point anyway, um, The Flash is the movie I want to see just because we get, we finally get the close out of, of, the, uh, of the Snyderverse. Just this is its uh, resting point and presumably it'll be the starting point of, of James Gunn's verse if they do the Flashpoint Paradox style of reset. Hell yeah. Yeah, since that was the one that kicked off the new 52. Save me, James Gunn. Save me. I'm with that. All right, so listen, this is completely off topic, completely out of the gray. We're all uh, Star Trek fans or appreciators here on the panel. Overall, the whole crew, most of us. But um, who was the the hottest female to wear a uh, Starfleet uniform? Mm. No, I, I've had time to think about this. Like, I'm going, um, I'm going Troy, and I'm very confident in my answer. I'm going. Deanna, I've seen, I've seen her in person right, with a low cut shirt. It was impressive. It really was. <laughs> now, are you going with what's, what's, blue shirt or purple counselor now, shirt? She rocked all of those perfectly. <laughs> like, uh, it's funny because, like, I, I don't know what I don't know what they told Deanna, like, like what this job was about. But you know, she came in her regular. Uh, her first outfit was, uh, you know, it, it wasn't professional whatever she was medical but, she came in as medical, yeah right? but uh what's the what's what's the captain that came in that told her to, to 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 put the uniform up jellico like yeah you gotta you gotta put the uniform on but deanna and the nightgown we've had we've been blessed with that on a couple episodes that's jeez. Oh, like i don't know who she came well she came on there for Riker. like you know i'm i'm joking saying that but like who are you uh who'd you pack that for Deanna, because that thing right there, that I had to think about it. That I'm comfortable with that. Deanna Troy for me. She replicated that. Dude, that was that, a replicator. Make. That shit she made was that no joke. If she answered the door in that thing, and she asked me to come in, I'm coming in. No <laughs> pun intended. No, no pun intended there. All right. All uh, pun intended. No entendres detected. That's my answer. Ski. <laughs> <laughs> What what pushed Deanna Troy over the top? Was it with the lingerie or just like her persona. persona? Yeah. Persona, her clothes, the way she carried herself, you know. She's on my favorite Star Trek show, so all of that. But she's telepathic, right. man. She would she all would right. know your wants and needs and everything. So yeah. And that's the problem. That's the problem. She would she would know you I, I well, I'm not lying to her. Like whatever you need. What would be the point? Yeah, you wouldn't be able to. Whatever you need, baby. Like, you see, one more thing. You see, Riker, Riker ain't never get <laughs> yeah. over it. The whole seven years, like, whenever she gave him a funny look, he was with it. So, like, it was quite the experience That's for true. him. Hey. Hey. I'm, I'm with it. Mike, you're an appreciator of Star right. Trek. Um, so, so, ooh, this uh, is a little tough on me because I, I don't think I can name a lot of them off the top of my head. 
uh, and I, I wasn't prepared. I'm sorry. Uh, but the lady who pops out to me is um, Dax. Was it? I can't pronounce her for it. Jet, I don't know her head. Jetsia. Yeah, she 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 pops out to me. Um, that's the first person that thought that popped in my head. I, I haven't seen a lot of episodes, but I always liked her look. I like the way she looks. All right, I'm with you 100%. Jadzia Dax and then Bellana mm-hmm. Torres, those are my mm-hmm. two. And like close third is Seven of Nine. Um, well, yeah, those are my because Jadzia was just, I don't know, she was she reminded she, she looked like something off a of Baywatch thrown into a, um, a, a space station, you know. Granted, you know, the character had a gigantic worm, you know, symbiote mm-hmm. living in her, it was kind of creepy. Um, but I did like Jadzia because she was, she was tough. She was smart. She had three degrees before she left. Um, Bolana Torres was just a, a rough and tumble security person that, uh, just wanted to beat everybody's ass. Well, somebody called her, what was her, uh, uh, Klingon light. <laughs> said that. I, I did. I, I was not a fan of that character at all. Klingon light. Um, but you know. Those are mine, and we're gonna to go to Rob for the final because he's the biggest track. There's, it's so hard to narrow it down because there's usually every cast has one. You know, you have um, you have your seven of nines, you have your um, your Jadzias or your um, your major Kiras. You know, you have your your yeah uh, Deanna Troys and your Beverly Crushers. Um, even even Tilly in the first season, the first couple seasons of, of Discovery, looking real good in that tight mirror universe outfit. Um, yeah. Now there's that one scene in I think it was the first or second episode of Enterprise where, because this is set way back when technology wasn't as good, they had to physically. Uh, basically lotion each other in order to disinfect before you came in from another planet. And then you have, you have the character to Paul, which was a very slim, but enormously busted Vulcan. Mm-hmm. And they, with, with, uh, I think it was trip the engineer, but they had to basically lather each other. And it was the, like the most weird scene. Cause it's like, this isn't star Trek. This is, uh, this is some daytime soap shit right mm-hmm. here, <laughs> but um, it did it. And she actually was a pretty good character too. I'm surprised they didn't bring her back in any of the recent series because she's you know long lived and a Vulcan. But I would go with T'Pol personally. Mm-hmm. All right, man, that's a very list except for me and Mike. We just like no yeah. Jed Zia. I'm trying to that's think it was anybody else that I could, I could think of. The the I don't know the recent Star Trek. Um, the lady, the black lady captain, is she a captain? Or oh, yeah, of Discovery. Yeah. Oh, Discovery, yeah, I like black her. lady captain. I don't know what else what to call her. Sinequa Green, yeah. right? Her, yeah, sure. I, I like, I like her. I, whenever I, I've never seen one episode, but whenever I saw, her, I was like, yeah, I like that. And I was almost going to watch it. What's the name of the nurse? What's the name of the nurse on um, Strange New World? Oh, Chapel. Nurse Chapel. I forget the actress's name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but Nurse Chapel. She's yeah. she's pretty good, too. I like, I like I like Nurse Chapel. It's between her and uh, what what is it, Khan? The uh, the actress who came from The Expanse? Yes. Yeah. 
yeah, she's 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 a total badass. I mm-hmm. think that's just it. Man. But yeah, that's it, people. Anything else you guys want to uh throw out there in the universe? Mm-hmm. Of course, Quincy mentioned the five hundred, you know, we've reached five hundred members and uh we're not gonna go out there screaming at clouds talking about somebody love me. Please, oh, please hold, love hold me. one more one uh excuse me, I'm sorry. What about uh Tasha Tasha Yar? Okay. No no mention of Tasha? Oh, when they brought her back like, for I yesterday's like... Enterprise, I think she was more comfortable in her role than she was. She was very awkward in the first season of mm. of Star, of Next Generation, and it's a shame that they did kill her off. But when she came back for yesterday's Enterprise, I really liked her character. Um, as for the that, no, I, I don't have her up on the list for. And she is a she is very attractive, yes, but she's not up on the list for me personally. She it's a blonde thing. She was so talented that. Data with no emotion missed her. <laughs> he had a picture up of her in his uh in his quarter. So jeez, oh, he was yo that was yo, her. Was his she only was sexual encounter. Yeah, you remember your first <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you hologram of that shit. <laughs> yeah, he's in a hollow suite, you know, living a dream, plugged in. What episode was that when everybody was? I, I think every Star Trek. Show has the episode where everyone is horny uh, for an episode. Uh, was that that was like the second episode a, of D- TNG? Oh, the it, the naked now. I forgot um, what caused all that. Was that second second episode? It was it really was early, early in the first yeah. season. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Jeez. Because I think Encounter at Farpoint was a two parter, mm-hmm. and I think the episode after that was when they did. They found a ship where everybody went insane. Uh, and they ended up blowing the airlock, and everybody like who was still on board froze to death because, and they were all you know horned up and just doing crazy horned crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's that episode has some of the most awkward flirting Uh-oh. I think I've ever seen in the history of television. Oh. The, the especially the the stuff between oh. Picard and Beverly. Oh my god, it's it's the yeah. cringiest shit. Yeah, but Picard had one. Gotta he had a 90s. couple women on there, but not the thief. He it was an officer. Um, she was in science. He thought she died on the mission, but she uh, she survived. Uh, I always thought that I can't think of her name or character's name. I thought that was an attractive woman, but uh, she was under his command temporarily, and uh, he had to leave her down there. And he thought she was dead. She came back. They were playing music together uh, in this episode, and. Beverly was hating uh, when uh, she found out they were having dinner and everything, and uh, yeah, but that woman was uh, attractive, and so was that that burglar or that it was some woman. He was, um, yeah, was Tomb Raider, yeah, that the was, one, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. his cat woman there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think she they brought her back for an episode. Or yeah, two, she uh, like D Space Nine too, right? DS9. Yeah. Yep, she was down with Q. She was uh, partnered up with Q. Yeah. I just watched that yesterday. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, sugar. Well, that's it, man. I got I good. one thing. We, um, yeah. I didn't want to go over it really because it wasn't that great, but the, the Sony showcase was was had some okay stuff. Spider-Man definitely looks good. Um, but I bought a 
$99 controller that plugs into my phone. Mm-hmm. And I bet you anything that that thing probably works better than whatever crap that Sony is trying to sell us for probably $300 plus. Oh, you bought a backbone? Yeah. I bought. They finally released a PlayStation version for Android. And so I jumped on yeah. that as soon as they, they had it out. Please let me know how that goes because I've been interested in doing that. I was playing around with Monster Hunter this morning. I got it to stream fine. Um, I think I need to go on a different network because it was a little choppy. Uh, my mm-hmm. my, I have hardwired in my PS5, but my phone's on on Wi-Fi. But I, if I switch it over to 5G, it'll probably be smoother. Um, okay. But I also wanted to say next week on the eighth is uh, Summer Games Fest. So between it's probably going to be the like the next two weeks we're going to get more showcases from Ubisoft, Xbox, Nintendo, um, Capcom, and. I'm sure EA Bioware. We're, but we're we're going to get a ton of game news in the next couple of weeks too. So I expect to hear from that. Um, Bunch of fall drops. Yeah, Hell yeah. I know that uh, all the first party stuff that was was Sony was pushing out was you know not exactly the most exciting crap. But when we get the publishers bringing out their their prime stuff, especially for the Game Fest and their own um, their own streams, I think we'll get we'll get more better we'll get better stuff. I think Sony might actually have another one, honestly. Okay, like like uh, they mentioned, uh, MGS, the new Metal Gear Solid coming out. Yeah, yeah, the Snake Eater. Yeah, for that, or uh, that's gonna look good. Yeah. Are you gonna um, what is it called? Marathon. Are you gonna play that, Quincy? It's the uh, like similar to we were talking about Division Heartland earlier being an abstraction shooter. That's what uh, that's what Marathon's gonna be as well. It depends on what happens uh, within this next year. What happens with? uh, Destiny, because they're in their final chapter, so to speak. But uh, I'll see. Like I, some things, uh, some things I'm hesitant to buy. It's like when am I going to play it? Like, um, uh, what's mm-hmm. the what's the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn? Like I bought it that DLC, and like I played maybe like two hours of it. Um, but it's all about when am I going to play it? It looks interesting, but we'll see. Yeah. It's like Diablo 4 for me. It looks amazing. I just don't know when I'm going to around doing it. That's definitely oh, the shit. game I'm going to be playing on my phone. Hell yeah. I'm with that. I, w- I want to check it out. It's going to go on sale in a month. I d- I'll definitely check it out then when I have some time to do it. So hell. Man, Mike, oh, yeah, I'm you good? good? I'm good. I'm, I don't have right, much to add. I'm going to give a quick uh, hello some, to some uh, people. With, you know, I started my part-time gig in the, in the data lab. And I, I was I was hyping the podcast up. I, I mean, I'm like yeah, I, you do a podcast. Word. First, I'm the old guy. I'm mm. one of the, the three old guys. I think I'm the old guy. I think it, the, everybody else is like 94. I came out at 94. <laughs> I came out at 93. So like, <laughs> so it's just like you know, trying to relate. I know some cool stuff here. Look at my Facebook. And then at first, that was where I lost. Period. I pulled up Facebook and I showed them some Transformers and whatever, whatever. And I said I do a podcast, and they, you know, they. Thought that was cool, so we talked about it. And I got I got on to download the pot. You on Spotify, <laughs> yeah. And they pulled up the Spotify and they they found us. So I'm gonna shout them out. Shout S's and S the S's pulled it up. I don't know if Trey did, but I'm gonna shout him out too. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, you know, I'm, I'm gonna tell them on Monday whenever I see him. I, I shouted them out so they can take a listen. But thank you guys for checking us out. Hell yeah, <laughs> love that. Love that. QP, what you uh, got? I, no, I'm just I'm, I'm amused with, with Mike. Uh, 
uh, I'm, I'm thinking about, um, I don't know if you guys watched the 70s show, but the grumpy old Red, he made a new friend and Kitty was so happy. She was like, Red's made a new friend. And I'm thinking <laughs> about that now with, with Mike. But uh, uh, no, I got nothing. I'm, I, I, I have comics I need to read. I'm going to talk some comics next week. Two, two comics a day, baby. I've been, I've, I've, been, I've been sticking to it. I read two before uh, I got on the show with y'all tonight. I, I read Green Lantern. Like oh, they've right, restarting it again. Um, like mm-hmm. I, I know Randy for sure disagree with the, what I'm about to say, but I just it hasn't been the same since um, they moved further and further away from um, John's uh, foundation a couple of years ago. Like it, it's Are just you talking been about weird. rebirth. Is that what you meant? No, I'm talking about like, so they had a couple of miniseries. They had um, Lost. What was that? So, I can't even like I don't remember the title. Lost but, yeah, right? and I like that and it was still that continuity. They got moved to another dimension. They don't even know what happened and it was suspected that Hal did it and they never followed up on that story. It was Lost Sector and it was another one when they were sent back through time or whatever. It's just been weird. Was that with um who was the guy? Was that uh with uh John Stewart in that Lost Sector? Is that the one? The John was leading them in both um okay. And uh, one, they had teamed up with Kronos. It was just really weird. But Lost Sector was good. That was the one when the the universe, the reality that they were in was collapsing on itself. And they were they escaped through a portal. They didn't know exactly where it was going. But they ended up in the coming back and rebirth. And like, it was just a whole lot of weirdness right now um, with their last run. A lot of bad art. And, um, you know, I'm hoping for the best here, um, uh, for Greenland. And I like, that's one of my crews and I would like for them to be interesting again. So that's, that's the only thing I've read. That's all I got. All right. Rob's got the pug. Look at him. Look at him. Is that all he needed? Because he been raising hell. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, uh, <laughs> he took a break. That's all. He was, he was taking a break. He let me rest a minute. <laughs> he started to destroy uh, more stuff. You think I'm oh, be quiet shit. now, huh? Nope. Uh-huh. <laughs> nope. It's early here in Nevada. But, man, I ain't got nothing, man. I just want to um, show love to all you guys, all the panel, all the listeners. Um, panel, thank you for hanging out with me, man. I love you guys. Um, thank you, listeners. Love you too, man. We're up to uh, episode 74, so we're doing great. Oh, man. But man, you know, I think we're going to get yep. out of here. I yeah. think we're all good with it. We're going to check off on here, man. But uh, for QP The Source, Professor Mike, Platinum Rob, shout out to Quincy. Excuse me. Shout out to Terrence. Shout out to uh, Liv. Shout out to Meg. Shout out to Tosh. Shout out to Jay. Miss you guys. See you guys another time. And I want to tell everybody out there to please, please, please. Be kind to those you meet because you have no idea what battles are fighting. So until next time, we will holler at you guys. And we're out. Peace out. Peace. Peace Peace out.